sportsgrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. Sportsgrid.com. Opposite picks. A head coach of the All-Star game two days ago say that the All-Star game stunk because no one was playing any defense. Well, you're the head coach. You know, get him to play defense. Pull him out of the game. Well, I can't do that. Why not? Well, because it's LeBron and it's uh, this guy and it's that guy. I, you know, well, you're the head coach. They had no power. No power whatsoever. You're at the beckoning call of these players. You're listening to Opposite Picks with Scott Wetzel on the Sports Grid Radio Network. And welcome to Opposite Picks on this Tuesday, February 28th, as we close out the month of February. How about that? I am Scott Wetzel sitting in for the next 60 minutes, taking your phone calls at 844-843-6879. Again, that's toll-free, 844-843-6879. You want to follow me on Twitter, send a tweet. It is at Opposite Picks. That's O-P-P-O-S-I-T-E, Picks, P-I-C-K-S. Email me. Go to the website, OppositePicks.com. Hit the contact Scott icon and fire away. Well, 50 and counting in Edmonton. Canucks strike again. One step down, nine to go. Deadline day in the NBA. Wentz is out. LeBron is down and out. Timeout in Buffalo. Anybody beating the Padres this year? And the sad cross to bear. We'll get to all those stories, plus your phone calls, pyramid plays, open parlays, and of course, opposite picks. All coming up on the fastest hour on Sports Grid. Ah, what's going on, LLs? How are you on this Tuesday? Our first snowfall. I won't say on on the East Coast, but here in New York anyway. Uh, you know, maybe somewhere up in New England, uh, you know, maybe um, Maryland, Philadelphia, maybe they got some snow somewhere along the line. But we got our first snowfall. Yep. Uh, we've had flurries before, but we have like three inches, uh, maybe, maybe, maybe two inches, two and a half, three inches, you know. School's being shut down. We're acting like we're in the middle of Florida here. We're getting three inches of snow. The world is ending here on Long Island. So, But fortunately, uh, the world is not ending in the NBA. A little NHL action. So we got some baseball stuff to get to, some futures. We got all our uh, opposite picks and then the shots on goals and all that other good stuff that we give you every single day right here, Monday through Friday, 11 to noon Eastern time. Starting the uh, NBA where uh, no LeBron tonight. If you're thinking about playing the uh, Lakers, they're getting nine. Now, Lakers are five and nine. I looked it up without LeBron playing so this year. So they're not good, obviously. That's not a good record. But I don't know about laying nine points, um, you know, against an L.A. team that, I don't know, maybe they uh, – I will say this also. Out of their nine losses, eight have come by nine points or more without LeBron. So it's not a coincidence they gave you nine knowing that uh, – Still no LeBron tonight. Uh, you know, somehow or another, someone explain to me how the guy tweaks his ankle right on Sunday, is able to finish the game Sunday, and help the Lakers get the win at Dallas. That's the one where they rallied from 27 down. He can finish the game, but two days later, all of a sudden they're saying he's going to be out for a couple of weeks, maybe. I, I don't. I don't understand. Listen, if you if you tweak your ankle, you go down and you're hurt, you can't play anymore, and then they come back and say, okay, you're going to be out two weeks. I get it. It's an injury. I don't get how you could play the rest of the way, and then they say, okay, uh, it's so bad that you're going to miss a couple of weeks. I, I just don't believe anything with LeBron. I just don't. We saw this last year. Now, this year, they seemingly want to make the playoffs, but I just don't believe anything with him. I, I really don't. 
You know, him talking about, you know, having the, the last 23 games be the most important games of his career, blah, 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 blah. And, and then what does he do? He misses the first practice after the All-Star break. He, he's a fraud. He's a phony. And we, you, you know that. We just you can't trust him. Is he faking an injury? Who knows? Does he really want to make the playoffs? Why? So they can get their butts kicked? So he can have the embarrassment of playing in one of these play-in games? You just you don't know with him. I, I think there's a good part of him that's just holding on. He set the all-time record. He clearly wants to play with his son. I, I think that's a big thing. So I, I think that's his goal right now, just to hang around a couple of more years and be able to play with uh, Bronny. So who knows what you're going to get out of the Lakers uh, tonight. Last night, uh, you got the big uh, New York Knicks win. How about the New York Knickerbockers? Six straight wins. They, they beat our Celtics. And I'm in a weird spot. I, you know, I just as soon bet opposite than bet against my favorite team. You know, my favorite team in the NBA, the Celtics, since the Nets moved out of Jersey. And we did bet their under second half, 19-5. and five. I, I still think that's a great bet. Uh, and now it's uh, 18 and four. They won one game. Now they lost a game. I don't think they're going to hit their their overall win total 59 and a half second half. But you know you need to have them lose some games. So it's kind of weird, you know, rooting for them to lose. But uh, they're your favorite team. Do I want them to lose to the Knicks? Not really. 19 points second half. They had 15 in the first quarter. 19 in the fourth quarter, and then 31 and 29 in the second and third quarter, totally 94. I don't know how up and down. You score twice as many points in the second as you do the first, and then you fall apart in the fourth quarter, and Knicks get the win. Can you take the Knicks seriously? Probably not, but uh, especially in the East where it's really tough. Uh, but uh, give them credit. You know, those nine games over 500. Two years ago, nice surprise. Last year, big disappointment. And this year, Randall's coming into his own. Brunson's been a godsend, although they didn't have neither one at Monster Games last night. Same thing with Barrett. Kind of a weird. It was the 1990s, 1980s basketball game. 109-94 defense actually being played. How about that? Nice win by the Heat last night, although we did cash our uh, James Harden by the skin of our skinny teeth, teeth there, as whatever the saying goes way back when. We had him over 37 and a half points, rebounds, assists. He got 38. Nice. LaMelo Ball out for the Hornets. Nothing that matters to 20 and 43, but still, he's done fractured his right ankle for the uh, Charlotte Hornets, who still beat the Pistons by nine. Oh, that Piston team is just awful. It's just awful. All right, 844-843-6879. Just underway. Opposite pick, Sports Grid Radio, Sirius XM 159. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. I want you to get up now. I want all of you to get up out of your chairs. I want you to get up right now and go to the window, open it, and stick your head out and yell. Bird brain, butthead, meathead, fathead, imbecile, simpleton, moron, dork, schmuck, klutz, clown, mental, midget, jerk, jackass in the world. You're listening to Opposite Picks with Scott Wetzel on the Sports Grid Radio Network. Hey, welcome back. 
back. It is Ops Picks right here on Sports Good Radio. We'll hit the phones here in a second. 844-843-6879. Just a couple things from last night heading into tonight as well. So uh, no LeBron James tonight against Memphis. Lamelo's out, so he's done. Hornets at stake anyway. Draymond Green, uh, he's questionable for tonight's game against Portland for Golden State. Bruised right knee. Home game, I'm guessing uh, they'll be cautious with him. It is Portland. They should be able to win at home, but uh, they're only laying four, which is pretty good. I think if they announce that he's going to play, that probably would go up to, I would think, six. I, I would think that would jump up a little bit. I think that line is anticipating him not playing, to tell you the truth. So if, if you like, uh, you know, uh, if you like a bet, really, well, no matter who you like, uh, I would take Golden State right now because uh, I think you get a pretty good price if, in fact, he does play uh, on the other side. If you want to flip-flop, take Golden State right now, minus the four. He plays, uh, goes up to six, and then yourself a little two-point uh, middle if you want. Today's a big day, although I always get confused with this. I, I must say, I, I'm not the smartest tool in the shed, as the saying goes, every once in a while. The deadline is March 1st in the NBA for players to sign guys and still be eligible for the postseason roster. Kind of like how uh, August 30th is in baseball. You know, if you don't sign a guy by August 30th, uh, obviously you can sign them, but they're not eligible for the postseason. Well, today's that. They're, well, March 1st is the day. So what's confusing? Can you do it March 1st? You know, the deadline is March 1st. So does that mean you can do it March 1st? Or does that mean today's the last day? Because, you know, it would make sense the end of February would be the last day, and then you're cut off on March 1st. But, I, you know, I always get that a little, you know, are you allowed March 1st or not? So it's either today or tomorrow. And I say that because uh, John Wall is out there. There's a number of guys that are out there, these teams that want to tank and lose. You know, they don't want any veteran players, so you got to get it done now and then be able to sign with a new team. Otherwise, you're not going to be eligible for the postseason roster, which is, you know, nine times out of ten why you, you sign these guys. So John Wall is the main one uh, down in Houston. He's a free agent after they cut him, after they picked him up in a trade. Uh, they went, you know, just a salary dump. So Nerlens Noel is another one that that's now out there. So today, tomorrow, last two days before these teams can no longer have guys available for their postseason roster. NHL, Vancouver did it again. I don't know if the boys in Vegas are sleeping, but goal first 10 minutes of the game hit again for Vancouver, which isn't the major surprise. The major surprise for me is the line was only minus 160. We've been following it for a few weeks now, and it's been five games Every one of the games for the yes, which is obviously the way you want to bet it, has been minus 175 or higher. And, and minus 175 is like the lowest. Everything really has been in the, the 185s, 190. I saw 210, uh, one game. So not sure why it was down to minus 160, except the last time out they did not have a goal. Maybe they just think the trend is, is finally flipping. I don't know, but 29-3 and three now. It really is one of the more remarkable streaks and great betting opportunities that you'll ever see. I, I mean, something is happening, you know, heading into last night anyway, 28 out of 31 times, and you only have to lay minus 160 for it to happen again. I, I mean... Wow. Uh, you'll never get a betting opportunity outside of Joey Chestnut and a hot dog eating contest than that. I mean, the odds should be, you know, figure out what 28 out of 31 is, uh, you know, minus 900 and change versus minus only 160. And not only did they have one goal, not only did they have two goals, they had three goals in the first 10 minutes. Both teams scored. 
Nice. So 29 and three now after last night. Vancouver road games, having your goal scored in the first 10 minutes. It's going to be a sad day. Now, well, it actually is a sad day. Why so? Because, well, for a couple of reasons, maybe. But uh, most importantly, I suppose, Vancouver doesn't have another road game for three weeks. Yeah. They got a long homestand coming up. That stinks. That stinks. Their next home game or road game, which is what when this system kicks in, isn't until March 16th. Yikes. One, two, three, four, five, six home games. We're here. We're at the 28th, so uh, 17 days, you know, two, two and a half weeks anyway. Not, not quite three, but two and a half. So uh, we, we can't get the free winner for another uh, couple of weeks uh, from now. Connor McDavid scores his 50th, first time ever for his career. His previous high was 44, but the Bruins win again. Man, our Boston Bruins are something else. Uh, you know, in hockey, you could finish in last place, you know, meaning the eighth playoff spot and, and still win the Stanley Cup. It's happened. So whatever happens in a regular season really is not, you know, indicative of what could happen in the postseason. But still, they're on their pace to set the NHL record for most points in a season. I mean, it's amazing. 46 and 13. They only have eight regular season losses. Or uh, regulation losses, rather. Eight. I mean, out of 48, 50, 59 games, only eight times were they actually beaten. You know, and the other five losses were uh, in either overtime or in a shootout. That's amazing. Carolina only has 11. They're, they're not that, that far behind, but they have a lot more overtime losses. So they only have 86 points. Uh, Bruins with 97 points. So even with Connor McDavid getting his 50th goal and everything else last night, the Bruins still find a way to win 3-2. to two. Amazing. Uh, what else we got going on in the world of sports uh, before we hit the phones here? Carson Wentz on his way out. Uh, cut by the Washington Commanders. You know, they gave up a lot for him. You know, not, not number one picks, but... They gave up two third-round picks and a swap of their second-round picks in last year's draft. I mean, that that's, you know, it's not a first-rounder, but that's... They had him under contract for two, two more years, non-guaranteed money. They're going to save $26 million on the cap, so I'm guessing that's right around what his salary would have been. I mean, it's that's not that, that much. You got a new offensive coordinator, and Eric Bieniemy coming to town. I mentioned this during last night's uh, in play sports tonight. You know, if you're Bieniemy, you're getting your first crack at you know really running the show. I wonder if he made a case to keep him. You know, versus Sam Howell, uh, you don't really hear any buzz with Washington going after any of these pending free agents, whether it's uh, you know Derek Carr or Baker Mayfield or any talk about Aaron Rodgers. I mean, it, it's basically Sam Howell, what sixth round pick. He's going from the Super Bowl champs to working with Sam Howell. I mean, you, you couldn't even give him Carson Wentz? Here are the guys, I think, that are going to end up starting opening day. Jordan Love. I'm not sure if it's going to be for the Packers or anybody else, but I don't think Jordan Love and Aaron Rodgers will be teammates. So I think he's going to start. I think someone's going to give Baker Mayfield a starting job. Geno Smith, obviously. Lamar Jackson without Baltimore, not being on Baltimore. I think someone's going to give Carson Wentz a starting job. 
I do. Maybe not just hand them the franchise, but Carolina, Atlanta, New Orleans, bring him in, compete for a job that he could win. Sam Darnold, I think, is going to get a starting job. I'm not positive on this last one, but it wouldn't shock me. It really wouldn't, but I got a funny feeling Matt Ryan is going to be starting all these opening day. Not not because of uh, you know injuries or whatever during the course of the season. Like opening day, yeah. I I, I think Carson Wentz, Matt Ryan, Sam Darnold, Jordan Love. I think they're all going to be starting somewhere in the NFL. Quarterbacking is down. There are so many teams that need them. Anybody beating the uh, San Diego Padres? Have you looked at their lineup lately? Wow. Uh, It's pretty darn good. We'll talk about that when we come back. Phone calls as well, 844-843-6879. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. I want you to get up now. I want all of you to get up out of your chairs. I want you to get up right now and go to the window, open it, and stick your head out and yell, Opposite Picks. You're listening to Opposite Picks with Scott Wetzel on the Sports Grid Radio Network. All right, 844-843-6879. This is Opposite Picks on this Tuesday, 25 past the hour. We got Ops Picks coming up in about uh, 10 minutes or so. We got shots on goal, open parlays, and everything else. Let's squeeze a couple of phone calls, though, in beforehand. See what uh, you guys are are betting on tonight. Jordan and Phoenix, uh, welcome. Start things off here on Ops Picks on this Tuesday. What's going on, Jordan? Hey, Scott. How you doing today? Good, man. How are you? Doing well, thanks. Uh, I just wanted to talk about uh, Lamelo Ball, the ankle. I think this is his like uh, had a couple ankle issues this this season. I'm not uh, sure. I, I'm pretty pretty sure though. Curry, Cur- Stephen Curry, when he first came in the league, he he was kind of dealing with the same same uh, type of issues. So I wonder what I'm getting at is I wonder if Lamelo Ball will reach out. I mean, I'm not much of a NBA fan because they don't play every other day. I mean with a hangnail that they, they, they can't even go out there. But I mean, if they, they want some good players, you, you would think he would reach out to Curry, try to try to figure out some ankle issues and get on the court. Cause the guy is an electric player out there when he's playing basketball. He actually is Jordan. You know, I, I think a lot of people just cause that a whole situation with Lonzo and in the father and everything else, people kind of put a negative uh, t- uh, connotation towards them, but he's actually an NBA player. Lonzo's pretty good too. They're, they're all, you know, him and his brother, are both better than I thought they would be. I thought it was really more hype, but, but they're actually good. And, and Lamelo is, is even better than, than Lonzo. So you're right. I saw the injury. It wasn't any, I mean, he was just kind of making a move. I mean, I mean, that's how these things occur more times than not versus someone stepping on his ankle or tweaking his ankle. I mean, he was just kind of cut to his right a little bit. No big deal. And down he went. So it's something you expect out of a 35-year-old, not a 25-year-old. So, yeah, I, I don't know yeah, what, you know, are the tendons not strong him. enough? For, yeah, right? Are they, are they too big for their ankles? I mean, they're, they're, their body can't hold their weight or their size or something? I don't know what would cause something like that for someone that young. Quick, Scott. Uh about uh, switching to the NHL real quick. I just got a report from a Bleacher Report saying Patrick Kane could be dealt to the Rangers tonight. 
What's your take if the Rangers get him? I know that Eastern Conference is just packed. That playoffs are going to be something else. But uh, where, where does that put the Rangers for you if they get Patrick Kane? Yeah, that's the buzz here in New York that they've been talking about that for, for really a couple of weeks, and it's just a matter of time before that does happen. I don't think it really changes that much, although he's been really good of the last four games. The last four games, he has uh, seven goals. I mean, two goals in two games and three goals, hat trick in another. So, I mean, if he plays like that, then obviously great, but that's not been to Patrick Kane over the last year and a half or so. So, I think it'll help, but I don't think it's going to put him over Boston. Yeah, I I don't, you know, it sounds good on paper, Patrick Kane, but uh, his better days are are behind him. So I don't think it's going to really change the situation that much. Really think Carson Wentz is getting a starting job in the NFL? I, I do. I, I You know, I, I don't know who, but, you know, a club like New Orleans. I mean, is New Orleans going to go back to Andy Dalton? Is, is, is uh, you know, Atlanta going to hand the reins over to Desmond Ritter? You know, I mean, there, there's a bunch of teams like that that are just like, yeah, let's bring him in and see what, you know, Tampa Bay going to hand the team over to Kyle Trask. You know, if you can get Carson Wentz on the cheap, like I'm guessing you probably can. Yeah, I, I, I do. I mean, I don't think he's very good. Um, but I, I do I think, I think there'll be a team out there. He definitely needs to be on an NFL roster. Scott, thanks for taking my call. I'll listen to you in, 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 uh, tonight. Have a, have a good rest of the day. You got it, Jordan. You too. I appreciate it. Yeah, it's just, you know, it's, it's one of those things where is he really good? Eh. You know, how many chances are you going to get? You know, why was he so good to start his career and he's gone, you know, downhill ever since? Don't know, but you just look at all these teams. I mean, someone has to be the starting quarterback, right? I mean, if the Jets don't get Derek Carr, you know, would it be crazy to say that maybe he would go there? No, right? I mean, you have to sell ch- change sells tickets. You know, the Carolina Panthers saying, all right, we're going to have Sam Darnold as our starting quarterback. That That's not moving needles. Tampa Bay saying it's going to be Kyle Trask. It's like, yeah, really? Um, you know, the Warlands with Andy Dalton, same thing. You know, Andy Dalton, Carson Wentz, probably two peas in a pod, right? But you, you tell the, the same fan, hey, we're going to bring in Carson Wentz. It's, it's, we're changing things up here a little bit. Then, then it's like, okay, you know, maybe that'll work. Seattle needs a quarterback if they don't sign uh, uh, Geno Smith. Could you see, you know, somewhere along the line, yeah, someone, someone's going to give him a job. Houston, would, would Houston bring him in for, for one-hit wonder? Um, you know, or will they, you know, draft a quarterback as they probably will and, and just automatically say you're the starter? I don't think teams necessarily really want to do that. So he's actually a good little, you know, fix. Giants, if they don't sign Danny Nichols to the, the ridiculous contract that he wants, I, yeah, I, I really do think he's going to be a starting quarterback. I, I think Baker Mayfield will be as well. You know, I, I don't necessarily know about Matt Ryan, but it, it wouldn't shock me. It, it really wouldn't shock me. Don out East Rochester. Don, welcome to uh, Opposite Picks. Scotty, how are you? What's going on, Don? Hey, how about the big-time promo there, Opposite Picks? Eat your heart out, three-letter yeah. network. There you go. <laughs> never got nice. Never got that over there. No, I did not. Never got no, that I did over not. there. <laughs> uh, listen, before I get to our favorite... Before I get to our favorite whipping boy, Scotty, and he makes it so easy, uh, you know, this uh, the GM for this Washington football team, right? 
You know, he, he, right. he they they sign these well, any these GMs is what I'm saying. They sign these guys, and then these these contracts that, that, that turn out to be crap. And you just wonder. I mean, doesn't the owner ever tell the GM? Uh, you know, what's he tell him? Nice job. And it's the God. <laughs> How do these guys keep these jobs? You know, I like know. you were saying, they had to give up. They had to give up to get Wentz, right? Yeah, I mean, a couple third rounders swapping of a second rounder. You know, I mean, and, and yeah. uh, you know, last year's second rounder for Washington was was pretty high. So yeah, they they gave up a considerable amount. And I, I don't get not bringing him on for another year. You know, he was injured last year. You got a new offensive coordinator. You want to give him something to work with. I would have kept him around for one more year myself, but now they're yeah. starting from well, absolute scratch. I, I'm just saying what happens is these GMs, they, they blow town before, before they get fired and then they go get another job. Anyway, Scotty, on our favorite whipping boy, I don't even have anything new, Scotty. He just makes it so easy for us, doesn't he? You know, I yep. know you got A-Rod. You got your A-Rod. I got my uh, Tubby Ortiz. But nobody makes it any easier than, than this guy. And as I've said before, Scotty, between him and Woods and Rogers. You just want them, well, you can say A-Rod for that matter. You just want them to go away, but they're not going to go away. James is not going away. He's going to buy a team, and he's going to be right there all the time. Yes, I do believe that, too. Uh, I, I don't think, uh, you know, once he retires, and, and that if anything else, just to make sure his son has a job in the NBA, I, I don't doubt for a second he'll find a team to buy. You know, whether it's Cleveland or whether they hand him the team or, or somewhere. Scotty, quickly, if let's say he announces retirement and his kid was on the team right now. Do you think the ankle would be okay? <laughs> uh, yeah. I think so. Uh, I think yeah, so. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. You know, yep. he knows that they failed, and now this is going to be the excuse why you know why they didn't make the playoffs because because he couldn't play. That's what he did last year. Yeah, same thing last year. Can't accept the fact yeah. that he's he's not just good enough, so he's got to come up with an injury to appease himself, maybe the fans, maybe ownership, maybe you know, whoever. But. We saw it last year, and it seems like it's going to happen again this year. And it just went down to another injury that he again wasn't run over. You know, he's just he's lost old. He's just you know he really should retire at this point if he can't stay healthy. He should have retired. He waited too long. He should have retired. That's right. He's gonna he's gonna be yeah. a broken down old man. That's what you're going to remember. A bum. Thanks, yeah. Scotty. You got Dom. Uh, 844-843-6879. Yeah, and listen, he's won his championships. Uh, you're either a LeBron guy or a Jordan guy. You know, like nothing LeBron can do is going to change people's minds. You either think he's the best player of all time uh, or you don't. Uh, you know, he's not, you know, winning two or three more championships. I really don't, you know, believe that's going to change people's minds. Although I will say, I kind of remember thinking about that with uh, Tom Brady. 
saying, you know what, you either think he's the best or you think uh, Joe Montana is the best. Nothing that Brady's going to do after the age of 35, 36 is going to change your mind. And, and lo and behold, he wins a couple more Super Bowls. And now there really is no debate at all. And no, even the most ardent, I think, Montana fan will say that Brady is the best of all time. Um, so, but, but knowing that, I don't, you know, you're either the LeBron guy at this point or you never will be. So I don't know if that can motivates him to play. I really think it is his son. Um, and oh, by the way, you know, listen, they're making a gazillion dollars. It's not a bad living, right? I mean, you're making $50 million a year. If he wants to own a team, he's going to need all the money he can make uh, at this point. And hold on. And he wants to play with his son, uh, who's going to be in uh, the NBA two years from now. So, and you don't have to play any defense. And you can score 25 points a game without without playing a lick of defense. So, why not? Why not continue playing? All right, opposite picks, shots on goal, pyramid plays, open parlays, all coming up next right here. Opposite picks, Sports Grid Radio, Series 67159. SportsGrid.com, betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. music means time to take out those pad and pencils get set for the fastest and more importantly most profitable five minutes in radio opposite picks what are opposite picks you newbies ask well we give you seven games seven thousand reasons why we like one side and then we go opposite why because despite all the stats trends hunches injury reports weather reports and everything else nobody but nobody beats the boys in vegas proved it again last night nice five and one so we uh, got closer and closer to uh, profitability. We're 129 up, 145 down. $100 player picked up 390 bucks last night. Now minus 2,594 the year, though. Here we go. Seven-pack All-NBA. We're going to start with the uh, Atlanta Hawks laying seven versus Washington. Hawks 2-0 straight up, 1-1 one one against the spread since the Nate McMillan firing. Uh, Quinn Snyder comes to town to be the savior. I doubt he will be, but we'll play them just the same until they lose. Off and on, Wizards only 14-19 and 19 on the road. They're better at home. I think the Hawks roll here. They're the home team. Laying only seven is a steal. Uh, give me Washington plus the seven. Pick number two, Milwaukee laying six at Brooklyn. Probably no Greek freak who's really not Greek. Uh, he's nursing his wrist injury still, but that's okay. Milwaukee didn't need him in beating Miami the other night. They won't need him against the Nets tonight, who are starting to face reality without Kyrie and Kevin Durant. Nets two and six, their last eight games. No way they beat the Red Hot Bucks who are, uh, Bucks who are going for their 15th straight win. Uh, give me Brooklyn plus the six. Pick number three, Toronto laying six versus Chicago. Raptors are the perfect storm for gamblers. Good at home, lousy on the road. This is a home game where they're 19 and 13. Bulls only 10, uh, 10 and 20 on the road. Uh, Raptors coming off an ugly loss at Cleveland. Why is that good? Because they're still 7-2 their last nine games, and now they're in a bounce-back spot. Love that. Toronto, home sweet home. Yeah, give me the Bulls plus the six. 
Pick number four, Memphis laying nine versus the L.A. Lakers. No LeBron tonight for the Lakers. He's expected to miss a couple of weeks with his ankle injury. We know that. That's not good for L.A. The Lakers just five and nine without LeBron this year. And all but one of those losses have come by nine points or more. Grizz don't lose at home as well. 25 and five straight up. 18-11 and one against the spread. Love Memphis tonight. Eh, give me the Lakers uh, plus the nine. Pick number five, Oklahoma City plus two and a half versus Sacramento. Back end of one of the NBA's weird back-to-back games this year. Both games in OKC. Sacramento won on Sunday. Real hard seeing the Kings beat Oklahoma City twice in a row at Oklahoma City. That's hard for any team. Thunder have lost three in a row, but that means they're due for a monster effort. I think they win getting points at home. Uh, give me a Sacramento minus the two and a half. Pick number six, Dallas laying six and a half versus Indiana. Yeah, the Mavs are in trouble. No two ways about it. Their confidence uh, from acquiring Kyrie two weeks ago is long gone. After blowing a 27-point lead, though, against the Lakers, you would think this team is going to come out flying tonight, right? I mean, there's no way they can lose at home to lowly Indiana, right? I mean... How can't you like the Mavericks as the Pacers are only 9-20 and 20 straight up, 13-16 and 16 against the spread on the road. Love Dallas here in a bounce-back spot. Uh, give me Indiana plus the 6.5. Pick number 7, Utah laying 10 versus San Antonio. Spurs on the schedule means only one thing, folks. Bet against them. They have lost 16 straight. 11 of the losses have come by double digits. Utah whacked them by 16 their last game. This is also one of those back-to-back -back affairs. Unlike, though, with OKC and Sacramento, I see no reason why uh, Utah can't win again by at least 16. Spurs have given up on the season, folks. Love, 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 love Utah here. Yeah, give me San Antonio plus the 10. Opposite picks. We got a seven-pack NBA. Washington plus seven at Atlanta. Brooklyn plus six at uh, versus Milwaukee. Chicago plus six at Toronto. Lakers plus nine at Memphis. Sacramento laying two at OKC. Indiana plus six and a half at Dallas. And give me San Antonio, as painful as it is to say it, uh, plus the 10 versus Utah. Opposite picks for a Tuesday, February 28th. Good luck, folks. And there you go. And we'll uh, post those uh, on the front page of the website after the show, as uh, we always do. All right, uh, let's get to our uh, pyramid plays and open parlays and shots on goal. That is next up for us. Let's see. Uh, let's start with uh, we'll start with the uh, the shots on goal in the pyramid place. Uh, yesterday, we uh, gave you Celtics lane two. That was a loser. Uh, gave you over 37 and a half James Harden points, rebounds, assists. That was a winner. Gave you the Bruins against Edmonton. That was a winner. Gave you uh, Jake DeBrusque over two and a half shots on goal. That was a winner. Did give you Eastern Washington laying a point and a half against Montana State. Uh, Montana State. That was a loser. So. Our best plays, pyramid-wise, uh, went three and two. Not too bad. Shots on goal, only two and three. We lost with uh, Joe Pavelski in Dallas. Hit with Hints and DeBrusque. And then the last game, and this always happens. It's amazing. Uh, last game, we went over for two with uh, Frank Vitron and uh, Chicago's uh, Andreas and Anthony CU. So two and three, not horrible, but uh, we were in a position there with two and one of the early games to have a decent little night, but it uh, didn't turn out that way. So where are we going tonight? Uh, okay, Tuesday, NBA. 
Got to go against the San Antonio Spurs. Uh, they have just like 16 straight losses, one and 20, their last 21 games, uh, nearly all those by double digits. I mean, they are a complete embarrassment. And I know it's tough beating a team back to back, but San Antonio was just so bad. You're always going to find excuses why you don't go against them. You know, well, they're going to bounce back. Uh, you know, they got embarrassed last time. Uh, it's back to back. You know, it's facing a team that's playing their second game of two nights. You know, there's always something. But then in the end, they always fail to win. And they always fail to cover. So give me Utah laying a 10. Going to go over Kawhi Leonard uh, points. He's been on a tear of late. Let me see. They didn't have it posted there last night. Let me see if they got it up there tonight. Vandal's a little uh, little slow today in, in posting some of the numbers. Um, Clippers versus Teacups should be a high-scoring game. The over-under is 233.5. So you, you figure they're going to get some points, and Kawhi should play. He's uh, at 26.5, a little higher than I had hoped, but uh, we'll we'll take it. 26.5 points, Kawhi Leonard tonight. NHL got a big, 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 big slate of games. I'm going to, believe it or not, take the Detroit Red Wings. Yeah against the Ottawa Senators. Out of all the games, that one? Yeah, I'll tell you why. Uh, they are also at a back-to-back. They played Ottawa last night in Ottawa, and they lost. Very difficult beating a team twice in two nights. It, it just is, especially when the teams are of equal talent as, as Ottawa and uh, Detroit are. So, yeah, give me Detroit plus the 110. They get the win tonight. Uh, college basketball, Indiana laying five and a half against Iowa. You know, the Hoosiers are starting to, you know, they're playing real good. They're winning on the road even. Now, this is a home game. So I think they beat up Iowa, and I'm, I'm starting to consider them. At nighttime, we, uh, we're starting a, a little round-robin parlay with the NCAA champ, the NBA champ, and the NHL champ. And we have two. We're going to use three of each. We have two NCAA champs. Houston and UCLA. I'm looking for the, or I, uh, excuse me, uh, Kansas and, and uh, UCLA. I'm looking for the third one, and I really don't want to go with Houston. So, you know, I'm considering Indiana. But anyway, I, I like them tonight laying to five and a half uh, at home. Shots on goal. Number of games, as we said. Lines were a little slow coming out this morning. So here's what I have so far. I'll post these on the, on the hockey page. Um, so, you know, just to confirm everything. We're going to go with Florida. Sam Reinhart should be a good game. Florida and Tampa Bay. We're going to go with uh, Tim Stutzel, who is, he, in fact, if you're going to play one, a good old Tim is him. Uh, he, he would be the main guy. Who is he? I don't know. Uh, some guy from Ottawa. All I do know is we've played him a couple times. He's now 10-2 and two getting three shots on goal. His number remains at two and a half. I like these obscure guys. You know, the, the, the numbers don't change on these guys. But uh, two and a half, definitely Ottawa for Stutzel. Uh, Going to go with Johnny Goudreau, Columbus. Uh, he's at two and a half. Going to go Pittsburgh's Yvette, uh, Evgeny Malkin and uh, Sidney Crosby, two and a half. When's the last time he got Sidney Crosby two and a half at minus 120? Against Nashville, he'll get three shots on goal. Arizona's Clayton Keller, two and a half. And uh, we'll go to uh, Andreas Anfenasiu again. He owes us from last night. He screwed us last night. He's at two and a half. He only got two. Uh, he's been on a tear of late, so no reason to think that uh, five and four now his last nine games getting three shots or more. So we'll give him a chance to redeem himself tonight. So Reinhardt, Florida, <clears throat> Stutzel, Ottawa. 
Goudreau, Columbus, Malkin, Pittsburgh, Crosby, Pittsburgh, Keller, Arizona, uh, and the Andreas dude for Chicago. So what is that? One, two, three, four, five, six, at least seven. We may add on another one, but uh, definitely those seven for sure. Uh, got our pyramid place. So we got our shots on goal. How about our uh, underdog and regular open parlays? You know, we'll get to that in a second, but let me squeeze uh, one more phone call in because I just want to get him on, on board. Johnny in Manhattan joins us here on uh, Opposite Picks. What's going on, John? Scott, uh, I'm watching Djokovic in um, in the Mideast, and he's struggling here. It looks like he might actually drop a set to a Mr. Nobody. Wow. Um, are you going to bet on it? It looks like you can get Djokovic at minus 7 to 1, Scott. Check it out. Thanks. All right. Uh, you know what? If he drops the first set, I would think we'd be able to get a little bit better odds than that, right? Seven to one. Uh, let me see. I'm going to go to live. Yeah, against Thomas uh, Thomas M A C H A K Makic. Oh, he actually won a set, so he's up a set, and he's trailing five three in the second set. All right, so that's why he's minus nine fifty. If he could lose this second set, we might get him down to seven to one. You know, six to one, I'd bet him. Minus nine fifty, I can't. That, that that's too crazy. Unless you put him in a parlay or something, but otherwise, uh, you, you can't do that. Um, and I think he just uh, broke because now he's minus eleven to one. I, I got a feeling the scoring. They have him down, still down four th- uh, five three, but he's up forty uh, thirty, and they just flipped it to eleven to one. All right, we'll keep an eye on that. Oh, I don't mind uh, getting a couple shekels in on, on the uh, the tennis in the afternoon. Ooh, now it's down to minus seven fifty. Look at that. That's just going. This is why I do like betting tennis, and John knows that. All right, Joker was up forty thirty. He was eleven to one. He lost the next serve or next point to make it forty forty, and he dropped it all the way down to minus seven fifty. I mean, just w- the swings in tennis for in-game live. I, I tell you, you you could if you if you follow it and you you play it the right way, which is obviously the case. Uh, you, man, you can make a fortune. You can make a fortune on some of this stuff. Uh, and now he's down to six to one. Ooh, you know what? I'll put it. Why not? I'll, I'll put a couple shekels on the Joker at six to one. Um, he's not losing to this stiff, right? Definitely not. I'll pick up a couple of dollars. Uh, now I got to log back in again. Um, hold on a second. Let's erase that one. Put that one in. And boom, we're in. All right, quick break. Then we'll come back and we'll do our uh, open parlays. Ah, yes, we got a couple of winners for you tonight, including our can't lose parlay continuing along. Right here on Opposite Picks, Sports Grid Radio, Sirius XM, Channel 159. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. You're listening to Opposite Picks with Scott Wetzel on the SportsGrid Radio Network. All right, right. Welcome back. It is Ops Picks right here on Sports Grid Radio. Wrap it up shop here. Let's uh, throw a couple of things at you before we do leave you. Uh, first up, uh, email. 
Uh, Jimmy B writes in, uh, Scott, Montreal first to score. Don't forget that tonight. Did lose last time out, but he's back on it tonight. Uh, I owe it to the gambling gods. They made too much money. Man, Carson Wentz has uh, my Arizona Cardinals written all over it. Why do they do this to me? <laughs> You're right about that. It does. You know, having veteran guys step in for a few games until uh, uh, what's-his-face, uh, Kyler Murray is ready to come back. Uh, that, that's I'm telling you, he's going to be starting opening day. Also, Trey Young again tonight for me. No cane for the Hawks against the Coyotes. Should mean cheaper guys getting shots on goal. Not a bad thought there. Uh, and you're right. Keep playing Trey Young. Uh, I don't care what he says about not uh, wanting a head coach fired, David McBill and all that other nonsense. Uh, you know what? Uh, he, he does. He's playing uh, very well. How about uh, Deion Sanders uh, causing a bit of a stir for some of the comments he made about recruiting? Uh, he says uh, his words. Uh, when I go for a quarterback, I look for a guy with a two-parent household, 3.5 GPA leadership skills. But when I'm recruiting a defensive end, he wants an athlete with a single parent uh, home, barely making it out of free lunch and hungry to get his uh, mother uh, out of the bad situation. Okay. Uh, his words, uh, not mine. Uh, not many people can get away with saying stuff like that these days. Open parlay. Uh, we got to start a freshman as Iowa State. Don't ask how, but lost to West Virginia last night at home. Unbelievable. Wow. That, that team might not make the NCAA tournament after a great, great start this year. So that was leg number three. We got to start all over again. Uh, we're 3-11, and 11 and our profits dipped down to $567. So we're going to grab Utah laying 10 against the god-awful San Antonio Spurs. Uh, underdog open parlay. We're grabbing Oklahoma City plus 120 against Sacramento. Quarter of a unit. Start a new one. And then our can't-lose parlay. We're up to $162.55. Kansas money line against Texas Tech. 162.55 to win 37.80. Have yourselves a great day Tuesday, folks. We'll talk to you tomorrow right here on Ops Picks.